All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. Oh, ups and downs, right? There's moments where it is hard. It is big F hard. It is frustrating. And then there's those moments where it's exciting. And it's like, yes, yes. And you're looking around and you're like, I did it. (laughs) I can't believe this. I've got my own practice. I made it. Mom, look. Dad, look. Somebody, look. Somebody. <laughs> right? So, I, I, I love that. I love that you're doing well. And I love that you're continuing to make strides in your life. And I love that you're showing up for others. And that you're trying. And you're looking to good. You're looking for the good and maybe the moments that are challenging. I really love that. And I'm, I'm very thankful that you dedicate time to this podcast. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of other podcasts. I'm I'm aware of that. Very aware of it. So I am I am very grateful and thankful to you for dedicating time here. Today's question, like all questions, is a great question. I'm not gonna hate on any of your questions, my friends. That would be rude and not cool, and that's not my style. So today's question, let me pull it up. It is focused on. Hey Juan, I am stuck. How do I get more referrals? I like that question. Right to the point. You are stuck and you want to know how to get more referrals. Okay, so you guys know. You guys know what the deal is, right? Season four is the golden nuggets. Less fluff, right to the point. So here's here's the deal. Let's get a sheet of paper out. I want you to look at this not from the not from the counseling brain, but from a business brain, right? You've got your store called your counseling office and you're probably needing more referrals because maybe your caseload is not full and the caseload is not full that means the bills can't get paid right i get it we all we're all listening we get it so then comes in where you got to roll your sleeves up you got to do the work and you got some avenues you could take so let's go into those avenues no particular order here number one you can look at paid advertisement now you got to pay pay to play so that's one of the challenges and, and there in you know there is no 100 certainty there are strong numbers right favorable numbers you know, something can get high, 50, 60, 70 plus percent, where they can show you a strong conversion, meaning that if you put, let's say, $300 in some Facebook ads, there could be a strong conversion of maybe over 50% that the people will not only click, but they will sign up and become a client in your practice, right? Because you are just putting that information right in front of them. So instead of people having to search everywhere, right, they're on Google, and maybe they start their search with um, what to do if I'm anxious. And then that leads them to one page, to so another page, to so another page, and then bam, they finally land on your page, right? We're skipping all of those steps and we're going straight to an ad. The ad you pay, which is challenging because if the money's not there, that's difficult. Or number two, if the money is there, we're like, oh, do I want to spend the money on that, right? But it's your business. And the question here is, how do I get more referrals? So let's answer the question. Number one, you put money there. And when you put money there, what it's going to do is going to push all of you your business, your social media, your content right in front of that person, right? And then that makes it very difficult for that person to not see you because 
obviously you're right in front of them. And then from there, you do that for a certain amount of time and that repetition, repetitively seeing you over and over and over increases the likelihood um, as one marketing tactic that they will um, shift into becoming a patient in your practice. Another one to look at, how do I build more referrals? This one requires you to roll those leaves up all the way and get ready to sweat, get ready for it to be painful with a wonderful reward. And that's the thing about building a business. It is rare that you are building a part of your business where you're not having to roll your sleeves up and do the work, right? It is rare that you do something in life where you do not need to roll your sleeves up. You do not need to do the work, right? That is a very rare thing. In essence, life has an element of struggle to allow us to be in that space of beauty when things do work out, when things do go well. So really think about that and really accept that in your journey of private practice, in your journey as a clinician and as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, the dance between those two sides. How do I get more referrals? This process looks at mathematics. It's where you think about who is your ideal client. From there, you draw a little arrow, right? So you write down, my ideal client is blank. And let's say blank is kids that struggle with anxiety. Draw a little arrow. And then the next point on the arrow goes into who are all the persons in this community that I live in or wherever you're licensed at, right? This whole region area that will connect with the client that I connect with. So if we use the example of the kids with anxiety, we look at pediatricians, we look at doctor's offices, we look at schools, we look at daycares, all of these type of places. You write all of those places down. And then from there, you draw another arrow and then you say, I got work to do because I got to contact all these people. And then you look at the ways to contact, right? There are many ways to contact. Everything from a phone call to you drop in to social media and so forth. And then you create an Excel document that highlights your step-by-step process of doing that. And then what you're doing is you are reaching out to each of these individuals utilizing a template, a process, a very structured process that in a very simple way lets them know, hey, I am alive, I am here, and I can support your, the clients that you support too. You know, both of us can work together to help this person that we care about move forward in life and make strides as they go forward. But they do not know who you are if you are not willing to roll your sleeves up and do that work and put that in front of them. And then one of the ways that we can do that is by looking at numbers. So statistically, if you are able to create this Excel document, have all of these um, personnel on there, all the way from uh, schools, teachers, counselors, uh, social workers, um, pediatricians, right? So you've got this enormous list. And then by the end of it, you've got maybe 50, 60, over 100 individuals. And you're looking at it and you're like, wow, that's a lot of work. Well, yeah, it's a lot of work. But aren't you going to be so excited when it pays off? Aren't you going to be just thinking, wow, today I didn't have a stressful day. And it's because of the groundwork that you're putting in, right? The, 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 these baby steps that you're taking to allow you to move forward in your journey of private practice. So then once you do this, you begin that outreach process and you do it one by one and you keep up really strict statistics on it. You keep up really strict data so that you're able to identify who's responding back to you, who's not responding back to you. If they are responding back back to you, why are they responding back to you? What worked? What didn't work? All of that you keep up with. And you do it genuinely. You do it from the heart because you, you, you are saying, I want to serve kids that struggle with anxiety. So I know that you care about kids that struggle with anxiety. That's your ideal client. And I know that it's important for you to identify, well, who else cares about my client? Because if I can, if I can get to know this, this uh, school uh, counselor that cares about my clients, then that's going to help because we can work together 
to support the client that we care about move forward, right? That's case management, right? That's collaborative work. So those are two key ways that you're able to look at how do I get more referrals? One requires, as you notice, some deep work. The other requires cash, right? Really putting money there in, in your practice. Both of them are effective, but both of them do require that you take action. Right? We can't sit on it. So those are two. Jump on them. I hope that that leads you forward as you're looking at how do I get more referrals. And what's beautiful about this is, just as a little side note, tiny little fluff here. Those two systems you could apply to any other component of your counseling uh, journey. Meaning that in your counseling journey to private practice, maybe you are looking at one-on-one -on -one work, right? You and the patient. Maybe you're looking at group work, you and a group of individuals. Maybe you're looking at workshops. Maybe you're looking at speaking. Maybe you're looking at writing a book. Maybe you're looking at creating a course. And all of those require marketing. All of those require getting your information in front of other people, which means that other people need to get to know you. Which means that if you go back to these two platforms that I've provided you with, the paid ad or the rolling your sleeves up and rolling your hands wet or your hands dirty, I guess wet too, could be. Both of them could be applied. All right, my friends, you got this. You got this, right? Knowledge, knowledge they say is power as long as we apply it, right? Knowledge is power as long as it has action. Just like love. Love is love, but love does require action for it to have, you know, for it to go into play. So I want you to use that. I want you to play with it. And as always, let me know how you're doing your counselor journey to private practice. Leave me a review on whichever podcast platform you listen to. If it's Apple, I would love if you leave me a review. That's a wonderful way to build a podcast, to build awareness, and to let other people know what we are doing. Thank you so much for spending time with me. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.